The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk, and always great shows, great guests, great talk, way to walk. Um, today we got um, definitely a great young man uh, that I was fortunate enough to play with at the Eagles. Um, you know, I did some things to him, you know, when he tried to cover me, but he couldn't cover me, but we'll talk about that later. But uh, I'd like to um, bring out my guest, former uh, NFL player. Uh, Will was a great player with the Eagles. Uh, did some great things there. He's done some great things on and off the field in North Carolina. But till my guest, William, come on, um, I want to talk about the playoffs that happened this weekend. We'll get in there and get his thoughts and opinion about what went on with the Broncos and New England, um, 49ers and uh, Seattle. You that well? Yeah, I'm here, man. How you doing? Right? Thanks for being a guest. Uh, thank you, man. Uh, well, we're going to tell all the listeners, before we get started, tell them where you played high school ball, where you grew up, college, and um, where you played in the NFL. Oh, okay. Uh, went to Greenman Rose in uh, high school in uh, Greenville, North Carolina. From there, I went on to play at North Carolina Central University. And I got drafted out of there to uh, Detroit uh 10th round. I had that being coach back to harass me. <laughs> but uh, I went there and got drafted 10th round, went on to play there a couple of years, and went and moved over to Philadelphia. And I played there the bulk of my career. Well, well when you were the Philly... Um I mean, y'all had a, a great defense, you know. Tell yeah. how I was playing with that defense, you know, having Reggie White, Jerome, having Seth, Clyde, yeah. uh, uh, you know, all those guys. Go. How was that playing? It, it, it was cool, man. I mean, we all were growing up together. I mean, uh, Seth, Clyde, and was, for, you know, rookies when I saw them when I was in my third year, and they was coming in as rookies. Byron Evan and Eric Allen came in later. And so, I'll, you know, that group of guys, you know, kind of like grew together. Uh, then we had veterans uh, that came in to play with Mike Pitt and Mike Golick uh, helped anchor that line. And Reggie, Reggie was already there. So it was a great group of guys that grew up together. That was good. I mean, because that defense was unstoppable. And now, the reason why I brought that up, I like to talk about, you see defense now, you see how the defense are back. Yeah. Want to talk about Richard Sherman for Seattle? Is uh, he that good, or is he just talking a good game? Uh, I mean, not only is he that good, I think that whole secondary is pretty good. Uh, I mean, they they force you to, you know, try to throw at them and they make plays. And um, 
You know, it's not just Richard Sherman. That, you know, I'm giving him his props because he's pretty damn good. But, uh, no, that entire secondary is getting it done. Um, you know, he made a play that, you know, he knocked the ball down. But if it go the other way, you hero either the GOAT. So he made a great play. You think he's um, better than Darrell Revis? Well, you know, you know, there's 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 period of times when you know somebody got to be the best. Uh, right now, Revis is playing on a team that he's not, you know, he's not featured next Sunday in the Super Bowl. So, right now, he's getting more sunshine than uh, Revis is. But you know, Revis still is considered one of the top DBs in the in the league. Well, uh, I want to get your opinion on. Uh, I mean, we could start with the AFC. You know, we had Denver mm-hmm. run away. This season, what's your thing on that? I mean, is is Denver the team to beat now, or New England going down, or do you see other teams coming up in the AFC? Well, I mean, to to, to look at the total picture, I mean, it, you know, each year it's a battle. I mean, you know, it's a race to get to the playoffs, and whoever gets hot, you know, New England's New England. Um, you know, they started out, they stumbled, but they you know managed to win here and there. I mean, at one point they had wide receivers playing DBs. So, you know, they do what they do every year. And Brady, you know, he's been consistent. And uh, they you know, they did what it took to get them to that you know, level and just let them get into the playoff situation. And once they got in the playoff, you know, they became a force. Denver, we knew they was pretty good, you know. Do you think uh, Pittsburgh not being the picture they are and they dropping off too? Not really, because they they got they got a young team. You know, I think if anybody it's going to be tough for it's going to be New England. You know, to keep repeating and not have no real you know pieces that you can look at. I mean, right now New England, uh, I mean, uh, Denver, all the pieces are going to be around. I think you know all their guys are you know, pretty much signed. You know, you brought on West Worker and he's going to be a factor. So I think you know each year you you know you're going to have to deal with New England. Uh, in the AFC, I see Kansas City. I mean, if they have a repeat performance, I mean, I think they can. You know, they can surely say they learned a lot from what happened this past year. Well, well, I know you. You're a coach, and we talk about it before we get you out there. What you're doing out there? Because before you came on the show, I heard you doing great things outside of you know off the field. You know, and it has been doing it for a while. So we're talking about that. But you know, you hear about Belichick, one of the greatest coaches. You hear about basketball field Jackson. Is it really those coaching that make these teams that to be successful they are, or well, the players? I, I mean, I think yeah, you know. I mean, even with Belichick, uh, you know, uh, he wasn't a great coach when he was at Cleveland. They ran him out of town. Yeah. So you know, it's the talent you surround yourself with. Um, it always start with that. And is he a great guy when it comes to determining talent? He has developed that, and I think that's what's helped him. I mean. Even with Phil Jackson, I mean, uh, I think with Jordan and Pippen, I probably could have went to the playoffs a couple of years in a row, maybe even won one. But you still have to be the guy who got them and mowed that talent, and you just can't let them, you know, go out and just shoot basketball or just throw the ball without any direction. And I think what he's done is he's developed a system that works for him. He's comfortable with and it became a winning formula for him. And that's what I want to ask you, too, you know, um, as you coach it, what is the biggest problem you have in coaching? I mean, um, I think you coach for college or high school. I coach college. I coach college football now on um, the Division Two level. And the biggest, the biggest problem I think for us uh, and the college coaches 
any coach, I mean, it all starts with quarterback. I mean, you can have a lights out defense, but, you know, you can't score points, and, you know, that's a problem. So you have to develop that, the quarterback to run the game. you got to have some good receivers, and and then, you you know, that's the line. So on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, that's that's been a pretty, you know, a key. Uh, defensively, it's the same thing. You've got to try to surround yourself with good talent. I mean, that's 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 the nature of the football game is finding talent, developing talent, and finding that guy that, you know, sometimes other people don't want. I mean, that's – and that guy having a chip on his shoulder and you putting him in the right place. Uh, that's the thing, you know, too. Um, well, you said finding a guy that people don't want. I mean, you see guys like um, Clowney. Is it I'm saying the right, Clowney? Clowney? Mm-hmm. Clown, like people saying his attitude, they really want, but that's one play you take and you deal with. Yeah. Well, I mean, Clowney, Clowney, I, I, I don't see not one team in the league turning him down if they had a chance to get him. I mean, that's it. I mean, I know teams now are going to draft on knees, but I mean, going into that situation, I, I think Clowney looked at the bigger picture is, you know, I'm a potential first top five pick. I, you know, I might just need to shed it down, as, you know, just till I get to that level. Because, I mean, it becomes a, you know, it's Russian roulette game then now that you're playing. I mean, if your mind ain't in it and you playing half-heartedly, you know, you go out there and ruin the million-dollar baby. So you, you, what you're saying to me, William, you agree with what he did, huh? I didn't say I agreed. <laughs> I, I didn't say I agree. You asked me about what was what did I see happening. I mean, right. you know, I I I think that once he felt like he wasn't in it, I mean, he kind of like backed his way out. Right. I mean, I'm just looking at the picture I saw from the outside looking in. Whether that's was was happening or not, I mean, from from the picture I saw, I mean, because I mean, if you're not in it, then we're in it. Sometimes, I mean. You you may may take another road and you know maybe some games he was in it and you know maybe he was hurt and right. you know, it's it's not out you know it's not up to the team to report him like in the NFL like, you know what game he's gonna play. Yeah, yeah. all right. I think you said. Well, this way we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we got more questions with the NFC and what okay. you think, and then we're gonna get in talking about what you're doing uh, and has been doing for years after you played ball. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move oh, on. I just, and get I just ready think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Jerry Holden back with Loving That Sports Talk and the wonderful guest I got, you know, just and you have to get back in touch with him if it's a privilege. Uh, Will from there. You see that, Will? Yeah, man, I'm here. Glad you didn't take off on me, you know. <laughs> Not going anywhere. Well, I, wanted, I wanted to get into the NFC. You know, we got Seattle over there. You know, like you said, they got a great defense. That mm-hmm. offense is stuttering, I think, in the last few games. But do you see them um, playing well, and can they win it? I think certainly they can win it. I mean, the running game has been working, and, and uh, Wilson is – He's mature enough to understand if he if he has to, he can run it. I mean, you know, he doesn't look to run first, but he's done a good job of managing the game for them. You think you think Wilson was better managing the game than um, Kaepernick for the Niners, or do you think that just being in a playoff more spent? I think it's a playoff game, man. I, it's you know both teams played hard, uh, came down to the end of the game. Uh, somebody had to win. You know, Seattle was at home, then, you know, the 12th man. Uh, Day was a factor. Uh, it was loud. Uh, they got a few penalties, you know. So I, I think, you know, the crowd probably helped them, uh, you know, tremendous playing at home. And, you know, once again, the defense played well. Well, when you play, who was the, the, as you said, the receiver that talked a lot of smack besides me? You know, when you tried to uh, let me see, man. Anyway. I, I mean, we had one who was playing with us then. Chris Carter talked a lot. Uh, Michael Irvin. Um, you know, those are the ones that, you know, stood out. Um, you you didn't have, you know, you didn't hear a lot of chats talking from um, 
from Art Monk. You know, he was kind of the quiet diplomat about the game. He played hard in that crowd, but you know, those were the guys. You know, they're gonna talk. You know, but you know, hey, it's fun. I mean, long as the clock ticking, somebody gotta win the game. Right. Was Jerry Rice a quiet guy, or was he a talk? Jerry Jerry Rice was a technician. I mean, he's gonna come right back at you. I mean, you 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 probably wanna not piss him off. You know, just play hard, and you know, when you when you knock it down, you knock it down, and go about your business, because he's gonna come right back at it. And plus, Montana, I mean, he was he had a great arm, and he had a good understanding of where everybody's supposed to be, because I mean, you had John Taylor too. Right. So, so, I mean, you not only had to stop, you know, Rice, but you had John Taylor, and then you had a, a nice tight end. So, and they was a pretty good team, consistently. I talked to one of our uh, former teammates, Seth Jordan. He was saying, "Yeah, it normally takes five years for a quarterback to an NFL quarterback." You agree with that? Well, yeah, yeah, the mature, because you know that was a time when you, you know, you was drafted, and if you were a late round pick. You know, you sat the bench a couple of years and you tutor behind the, the starter until it was your time. And now, you know, they are, you know, you bring along a guy pretty quick now and it's, it's hit or miss sometimes. Yeah, but you see all these quarterbacks coming out and they get them all these teams drafting them. They want them to come right in and start them, win games for them. Well, I mean, let's, they, let's start. Go ahead, William. I'm sorry. Well, you know, I mean, a lot of time they come in with a lot of hype and, you know, um, they come in with a this thing where we, you know, if we ain't doing that good, why not let him cut his teeth while he's losing, and hopefully he'll get better at it. Let's start off with um, with uh, RG three. Will mm-hmm. what, what happened to him? I mean, he came in that first year, great, you know. And you think that injury really hurt him, or just he got well, too I, big? I, at I, it? You know, I think RG three problem became his preseason were the first four games of the year for his season, you know, so, you know, the timing and, you know, the rhythm and all that, if you don't have that, I mean, you know, that's where you develop it, you know, in in the preseason and, you know, his off-season program persisted of him, uh, hold on a second, his off-season, uh, him rehabbing his, his leg, so. Well, you're yeah. not playing as I mean, Cole, he played. It's like it seemed like he drove that coach Shanahan out of there with his mouth. You think so? Uh, I mean, you know, I think everybody was still upset by the way they handled him at the end of that that playoff game last year. Um, you know, once they knew that game was out of reach, and even though he said he put himself back in the game, you know, at that point he should have tucked him out and kept him out. You know, because the game was out of hand, uh, the field was terrible conditions, and that led to the you know the injury again. Because I think he slipped down and started to limp, and then he got injured later on, and uh, made it worse. Yeah, but you know, as a coach, if you're a star player, want to play and want to be in there, that's Gus. Because remember, two years ago when Cutler didn't go in and play, remember? You remember yeah, that? Uh, yeah, he I was remember all that. mad, and he said, "Hey, she went in and played." Mm-hmm. Which way is you right or wrong, right? Well, I mean, he tried it both ways. He let him go back in last year. This year, he took him out. And he didn't play in the next few games. He still got fired, so damn if you do, you damn if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it that cutthroat like that, Will? Uh-huh. 
And if that bad, you going to get fired either way, huh? Yeah, you get fired either way. I mean, people are mad at him because of the end of the season. I mean, bottom line, they didn't get it done, you know, like they did last year. You know, they had some pieces. They had a running back that was doing pretty good. He was running the ball for them. Um, the defense played pretty good last year. And, you know, the offense was built on the, you know, the, the, the you know, him running or passing. And this year they try to, Try not to get him hurt by making him stay in the pocket, and um, that didn't translate to victories. So if you don't win, I mean, a lot of times that you know that hurts, and and it just seemed like it was always a whirlwind between him and the offense coordinator and uh, RG three and head coach. Let's go with um, Johnny Football um, coming out. How do you see him as becoming that star quarterback? They saying gonna be another Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning. Do you see that? I I do see the ability to play the game. Uh, I I think that uh, um, we said man, what is it? Kyle uh, I forgot his name. Johnny Football. You know, I uh, thought this Johnny Football. I thought Johnny Football proved himself again this year as being a quarterback that could repeat, especially after the off season. You know, problems he had with you know just being in a lot of places where you know it seems like he was bigger than the program, but for him to come back and um, have that kind of season prove to me he does, you know, does have a will to win. Um, I just, now when you go to the next level, the scout, you know, you, the situation has to be good, and not to say that he won't be a Peyton Manning, but, you know, you can't name him president in the first season. So, you know, in three or four years, ask me that question. Do I think he's going to be in the league? Yes. How great he's going to be, I don't know. Well, let's 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 go on that a little bit. You know, uh, you say his off field. You know, we starting to see a lot of players. I mean, you know, when, when they get in trouble, so much past history come out. When they was in junior, uh, junior high, and all like that. You know, yeah. I mean, why is that now? Well, I mean, because they knew what this player was when they got him, right? Yeah, yeah. Why are we yeah. seeing more of that? Uh. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know why it comes out. You know, when you kicked your dog when you were in third grade. Um, I think what happens is, man, everybody's looking for an angle, and you know, when you're doing good, I mean, everybody's on your side. But you know, something happens. Next thing you know, everything you ever done that was wrong shows up. So I don't know. You know, you had to ask somebody like yourself who talks about it. How does it come up? I mean. And I think you know what happens with kids; they gotta be aware now because of uh, you know the access to the internet and you know tweeting and all that. You gotta be if you're a college kid playing a sport, any kid really, you gotta watch what you put out there because it'll come back to haunt you. I can do like with the young kids background checks. What you say now? With the young kids now, they're doing like background checks already when they're young. Yeah, that they they um in order to get in college you gotta have a background check now. Did the sport come to that now <laughs> Well they've been doing that. I mean that's what they do. I mean you know, they try to find out as much they can on a kid, especially with your your early picks. I mean you, you try to do a lot of it, you know, make sure that you you know, you got a good kid and you know, you talk to his coaches and all that. But I mean all colleges now, you need a background check to get in there, so that's public knowledge. Yeah. I mean, if you got a kid like Clowney and, you know, his talent, and he's messing up like a Hernandez, will you still take him? 
Well, I mean, I I don't I don't know of any trouble that Clowney got in when he no, was young. If it was that, you know, like Hernandez, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, you can't say New England did not know his past, right? Well, yeah. it, I mean, you know, after I read the story, but hey, how about you know the team he came from? They knew. Yeah. You know, his college team, they knew. They, you know, they tried to, you know, put it in the place to get him help or whatever, but how did they knew? So, I mean, you know, it's just, you know, it was passed on to somebody else's problem. And, you know, he became his own worst enemy. He started believing his press. I guess he thought he was Superman. That's almost like that receiver for Detroit. Mm-hmm. What's his name that kept getting in trouble? He was from Boise. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know you're talking about the one who got in, got arrested like two times within a month or so. Right. I mean, yeah. that college knew, but they were like, hey, he's playing for us, we win it. We're going to yeah. pass him over to somebody else. That's what they do, yeah. don't they, and, and he, you know, he did good for a while, and when he started getting in trouble, the team tried to support him. I mean, I, I do respect the team that try to support people, you know, it just don't cut and run, but... I mean, he consistently kept getting in trouble, and Detroit did what was best for their team. They had let him go. I don't think he found himself back into the league. As a matter of fact, I think he's seeking counseling for for it now, man. I mean, because yeah, I always try to follow up on the story. Yeah, he got arrested almost three or four times in a week, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he's, his dad had him um, some, some trying to get him some help. I know I one of our listeners you know. sent me an email, and they said a lot of players, basketball, and uh, actually I talked to Ray today, too, about that. You know, a lot of players, they go, bro, do you see them? That's when they normally get in trouble. Because look when, you know, Ryan Leaf, he started doing prescription drugs, all these other mm-hmm. players doing. Is that when it started happening with him? What's, what's that, the trouble? Yeah. No, you have plenty of money and get, get in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, your mom and daddy teach you right and wrong. Somewhere along the line, you're going to learn that. I mean, you just can't make it all about sports and who gets in trouble because there's a lot of movie stars, golfers, ex-golfers, tennis players. I mean, you know, if you're only as good as your last movie you made. I mean, so there's there's something to say about some guys getting in trouble, you know, based on whatever. But I don't think it's the money. I don't think the money makes you go get in trouble. I mean, it should tell you when your money low, go get a job. That's what I was taught. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, you think they like that lifestyle is over? They can't go out and buy what they want to buy. They can't, right, William? Well, all I know, man. I mean, you can you can attribute that to anybody. I mean, you can be working at Pepsi making thirty a year. If they you get laid off, money's not coming in. I mean, so I can't just say all football players that happen to them, they're going to turn to trouble. That's now. That ain't it. Right. It's never been like that. I know you got a meeting to go to, but uh, tell yeah, all this yeah, what yeah. you've been doing out there. Well, really, it's... Um, I'm coaching football here at St. Augustine University in Raleigh, North Carolina, and we're always looking for athletes. So if you got any good athletes, send them my way. St. Augustine University, Coach William Frizzell. And our offense coordinator, Ben Coates, a two-time Super Bowl guy, MVP. On his, so we got to have offense over here, and we need good players. What's off with the coach name, Will? Hmm. What's off with the coach name? Ben Coates. 
Ben Cole, okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, New England, right? That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, all right, Will, my man. Really, thanks for having you on, Will. Appreciate all right, man. It. Thank you. And keep in touch. I know. All right, we'll take a break, and then we'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Save on your prescriptions with the RX Savings Plus drug discount card offered by Voice America. It is not insurance and discounts are only available from participating pharmacies, but 9 out of 10 pharmacies participate nationwide. Everyone is eligible for RX Savings Plus. There's no age or income restrictions and no paperwork. Simply print a card and start saving on your prescriptions. Start saving today. Enroll and print your free card online at voiceamerica.rxsavingsplus.com or text the word talk radio to 960 Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Red Loving back with Loving That Sports Talk. I just want to give another shout-out to uh, William Fazell for coming on the show. You know, um... You know, just to have you guys on the show is a good, just good to have it, you know, learn different opinions about different things and see how it was when they played, to see it through their eyes and see how now with the players playing now, you know, see what's different in the league and what's going on with the younger players, you know. But so, just want to say a good shout out to them for that. 
Um, there's a lot to talk about. I'm solo bolo, but that's all right. Like Kevin, my engineer, say, hey, it's all good. A lot to talk about. Um, we can start off with, you know, you know, we already talked about the Super Bowl. What's going on with that? Um, it'll be a great game. You know, uh, a lot of defense. I don't think it'll be a high-scoring game like everybody think it's going to be because Denver's that team that scores a lot, and, you know, Seattle got that great defense, but I think it's going to be, you know, in the 20-point range, you know, each team maybe 24, 23, or 20, something like that. It won't be one of those 40-point games, you know. Um, could be intense, you know, you know, out there in New York, a little cold weather. Uh, we're going to see how this football play out with this cold weather, you know. Um, they tested it, but it's the wrong time to test it, I think, you know. As we don't say, you got strapping on and play no matter what, but I'd rather play when the sunny beats. I'm laying out my bikinis and all that. But, um, uh, Miami, Florida, you know, um, Arizona, Cali, one of those places, you know, Orlando. Uh, we'll get into a little basketball. We supposed to have a guest, um, come off basketball. I guess we got kind of, so we're going to talk a little bit about the NBA. Um, Dwayne Wade is, um, out um, for three weeks now, you know, three games. Um, a lot going on with him. You know, everybody's saying this is the year they're supposed to be good, but I think the old age and the years of being beat up and, you know, playing the games catching up with Dwayne. So I see it. Maybe this is last year of, you know, being that top player, you know. We don't know. We'll just see how the rest of the season play with him. After John LeBron with James was saying, you know, they're not playing as good as they should be playing when Dwayne is in. So I think it's time to take a toll on him because, you know, he's got to be the main man. And then going back to his Cleveland days, you know, he had no help. So it's taking a little toll on LeBron. So uh, I don't like Miami anyway, so that's P team. So when we get P back on, she'll talk about, you know, those heat, you know, so. That's good. Um, as we know, the Chicago Bulls are done with Derrick Rose. Um, no D Rose out with another injury with the knee. So Chicago's done. Not to talk about more about them, but they're done. You know, that's my team, but they need to do a little bit, you know. Something. I don't know what it is with Chicago. They gotta do something different. So that's gonna be great. We can talk about Indiana, Pacers. The team to beat, you know, they the one gave, they the one gave the Heat a run last year. So, and, and as they get, you know, a little bit better, you know, as you play, you know, you get that um, experience, you know, playoff experience and playing against great teams, you know, sooner or later you're gonna beat them. So I think this might be Indiana Pacers year, you know, to pull it off, you know. Like I said, Miami got a lot of injuries and see if they can hold up to the season. Almost like when um, the Boston Celtics, you know, they had the older players and, you know, they were all beat up during the season, but, you know, they rested. So during the playoffs, you know, they were able to have these older players not have these nagging injuries. And, you know, that's how Boston, you know, was one of those championships with Garnett, um, Pierce, you know, so. We'll see how that goes with the Indiana Pacers. If they can get through Miami, uh, another team that way, you know, Atlanta and all them's not too good. But we go over to the uh, the West. As we know, the Lakers, it's not going to do anything. Kobe's been out on another injury. That team is just tore up. You know, <laughs> they got nobody. If Kobe's not there, 
So we we know they'll be a team that won't even make the playoffs this year. You know, so we got, you know, San Antonio Spurs always win. That's the team that reminds me of um, they always win, but in the playoffs they never do anything. You know, kind of made me upset last year when they hit Miami beat. They missed a free throw. They had the game and they let them come back and win. But San Antonio Spurs is that team that's older, not going anywhere, but win games in the regular season. That's it. I'm done talking about them. They make me sick. Um, we got, you know, Oklahoma. We got Kevin Durant just shooting lights out this year. Unbelievable. You know, right now he's the MVP. You know, they talk about LeBron is still better. But, you know, Kevin Durant don't have a Westbrook helping him. He's doing it by himself. You know, average 32 points, you know, a game. He had two 46-point games, you know. So, you know, I think it's going to take a couple more years for Oklahoma. You know, they just ain't got too many key players. You know, you got Westbrook. He's old. He's been injured the last two years. Um, but, you know, you need that one more key player to push them over, you know, beating the San Antonio Spurs, you know. So it's going to be another couple of years from now. But I can see them going far in the playoff. You know, that's going to be great. Uh, what other team we got over there? We got some sorry team. Uh, we got the Golden State Warriors, which all they is just an offensive shooting team. If you want to see a great game of just shooting, you know, you got Curry over there. He's going to light it up for you, you know, score points. But as we get to Houston, what uh, one of the legislators talked about was, you know, we got Dwight Howard. Uh, we got Harden over there just playing, you know, just off the wall, you know. But you got Dwight comes and plays every other night. I don't see Houston doing anything this year. You know, they will make the playoff. They'll win a couple of games, but that's as far they'll go, you know. They just missing something, too. You know, they got a big man, but uh, they need something else, you know. Another guard or a forward, they'll put them over there. But actually, this is what we're going to do. We'll take one more break, and we'll take our last break. When we come back, we'll talk about um, all the bad things that's going around in sports that um, is making news. So this is James Levin, and we'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? 
Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Love, your host. We're back to Love and Sports Talk. And like always, we got great conversation, great talk, great everything. Uh, um, we want to break it down and discuss with um, Kevin about some things that were really, uh, actually was kind of good that was bothering, you know, him and bothered me that, um, if anybody was watching the um, 49ers Seahawks game with Richard Sherman, Patted that ball down and uh, intercepted the way he went up and um, got into uh, Michael Crabtree, uh, the 49ers face. You know, and, and you know, there's one way of celebrating. You know, but when you jump in somebody's face, that's just all out of control and ignorant. You know, um, everybody emotion going. You know, players for the loss. You know, no, you ain't made no Super Bowl or continue another game. Or you know, you feel you might let your team down, not making the play, but. To jump up and down on my face and just, you know, and you lose respect for players like that, you know, because if you can do that like that, then, you know, you're going to hurt your team sooner or later with your um, best sportsmanship. So I'm interested to see how the um, Super Bowl go. Um, if the Denver Broncos just try and pick him apart and shut his mouth up, because that's what um, makes me just want to watch it now to see what's going to go on with him. You know, maybe he going to do like uh, one gentleman from, um, uh, Atlanta the night before he went out with a little prostitute in the next game the day the next day of the game he got beat for two touchdowns so maybe that happened to him you know we ain't wishing no bad thing on but you know when you show display of um, sportsmanship like that you know you got no sympathy from me um, but but that's, that's a lot of other things going on in the NFL you know we're still hearing things about uh, Hernandez we're all getting tired of it just had that bad history you know, as Wayne was saying, you know, with money, without money, you know what you're doing. So, um, other than that, you know, we're going to have a great Super Bowl. And when the Super Bowl continue, you know, we're going to see who comes out, you know, as they say, the Super Bowl champs, you know. And see, you you know, everybody's saying Denver, if they win it, next year is going to be, you know, the same thing with them. You know, they got to run away with it again, but that remains to be seen because, you know, I kind of lean, leaning towards Seattle winning. You know, I hate to see him just certainly get that Super Bowl, but, you know, I just think that defense is going to be too much for Denver. You know, and um, like Ryan said, you know, I guess we had on last week. You know, he had Seattle and Denver in the Super Bowl, so he did make his pick, but I think he just had a lucky guess. But I want to thank everybody again for listening to the show. Cut a little short, but next week we're going to have um, – 
um, two guests on, uh, one NFL, one um, NBA. So just want to thank you again for listening to Loving Us Sports Talk. And talk to you next week. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.